This is the She Force Show with Amy Carlson, where you will find inspiring conversations and interviews, all to help you on your path to becoming more fit, more fun, and more free. Carlson here with the She Force Show. And today I have my special guest, Ingrid Turner. Welcome to the show, Ingrid. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I am so happy to be here. I'm so touched and honored. Thank you. Well, I've been looking forward to this myself. I love conversations with you and I'm excited to introduce my audience to you if they haven't met you already. So Ingrid, what's your jam? What is it oh my you God. to do? <laughs> What's your business? What do you want to describe first? Okay. So I am a multi-pronged. Well, okay. I have sort of two main prongs. I'm a spiritual person, like a mystic. I have a spiritual business and I'm also a poet and a writer. So sometimes those two things converge, but generally I kind of like have two tracks. Um, I'm very focused and passionate about my spiritual business, if you will. I'm the founder of the Baba Spiritual Mission. We are a digital church. We are here to help people live in partnership with spirit. It's about hooking you up directly with the infinite. And we do that by training you and certifying you in psychic mediumship and energy healing. We have mentorship programs. I mean, we just take you into your gifts and then help you bring those gifts out into the world. We're in the business of spiritual leadership, right? That's what we're all about. So I go live on my um, Baba Spiritual Mission page every week for our service on Saturdays, if anybody's interested in joining that. Um, that's the primary venue for my spiritual work is through the Baba Spiritual Mission. And then I'm a poet as well. I have three books published. I have a bitch, a reclamation is my latest poetry collection. It's poetry for women. You know, it's like gritty and it's real and it's raw and it just goes there. And I'm really proud of that piece of work. And then I have another poetry book I published called words.love, which was just my first, like, well, I'll throw it together. <laughs> let's see what happens. And then, um, like we were talking about sort of behind the scenes here, it's like, let's experiment. And then I have a book called Locked in Love, um, which is a compilation of short channeled messages from spirit. So that's what I do is I channel spirit. There I am in a nutshell. <laughs> that's my jam, babe. That's my jam. <laughs> that's a cool nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this show talks about human potential. There's other words to describe that, but in general, how do you feel connected to your human potential and how do you connect others to theirs? So I can see the through lines from what you just described, but also in your own words, you know, like how this gelled for you. Right. How did that happen? Okay. Yeah. So 10 ish years ago, I was working in marketing and tech, living a muggle life, you know, doing the thing that I was supposed to be doing. I was a solo parent and I was living in Los Angeles and I was grinding away and I wasn't very happy and I was drinking too much. My alcohol got out of control actually. And my life started to slip and slide in a direction that was not good, especially as a solo parent, having a child to raise, you know? So I, I broke at some point and fortunately alcohol broke me. It just got out of my control. And when, you know, alcohol is out of control, everything's out of control. So my addiction reared its ugly head and I had to get for the first time, maybe in my life, I had to get really honest with myself. Like, Oh, Ingrid. This is, uh, this is not great, honey. This is not great. So I did. And I 
found my way to um, a 12-step meeting, which I recommend 12-step meetings to anybody who is struggling with addiction of any kind. I really do. It's not for everybody. There's a lot of sort of push. I get a lot of pushback on that. <laughs> like I really do. But the community is really powerful because you're with other people who get it. And then also the steps are a process of self-discovery that are in themselves really powerful. So that was my first sort of like, okay, um, here's where I'm crawling back out, crawling out of the dregs and coming back into my power. And after a while, 12 step was just not enough for me. I needed something else. And I didn't know what that was. I just began to connect with my spirituality, my higher power, my, the core of myself that I was just coming to see again, maybe since I was a small child. And, um, that's when I found um, a shaman path and I went to a shamanic journey, a couple of shamanic journeys, and they were really powerful. And then one I went to, I had a whole spiritual awakening. I mean, I cracked open to spirit. All of a sudden I was completely psychic. I was tapped into the universe. Everything was coming through me. It's like, I got it. I just understood it. I just was hanging out and laughing with God for like two years. It was fantastic. However, I was not <laughs> grounded. I was really out there and that meant that I wasn't very functional in the real world. So I had to find a way to bring myself back and ground myself in. And now the people who I teach this to, um, I, I'm fanatical about grounding. We ground all the time, you know, and that's because it's a waste of time to be that far out. Like you can have a great time, but you're not being of service with this, you know? So over the years and through my spiritual work and grounding in and peeling back the layers and doing my own healing, I have really figured out who the hell I am. And when I figured out who I am and began to love myself, that's when I could do that to facilitate that for other people. So I am in the business of empowering people to tap into the truth of themselves and to connect to a higher power God's source, Holy Spirit. I work with all types, I'm all people, all walks, all faiths I'm able to work with because there's a string of truth, a thread of truth that we all hook in with whatever the packaging is. So I do this, the methodology I use is let's, let's, let's do psychic development, right? Let's, let's play. Let's like find out how your clairs are, how you connect. Do you see things? Do you hear things? And people have a great time with that. And it's really, really fun. But the truth of what I'm doing is I am tapping people into a higher consciousness and deeper into themselves so that they trust themselves so that they are empowered to live life on their terms and not give their power away to an authority that an outside authority. That's how I live most of my life. And it left me drunk and miserable and mean. <laughs> and I crawled my way out of that. Not everybody's tumbles that far down and some people tumble farther down, you know, but um, that's my passion is helping people love themselves and be empowered to live out their passion and to be of service through the vehicle of their passion, whatever that might be. Wow. <laughs> You've taken that all in and imagining how that's felt for you in your own confidence, in your own self-trust and how you get to witness that in other people's own confidence and self-trust. So it's really fun to watch people blow their own minds. Like they're like, I had no idea I could do that. Somebody gets on, it gets on and, and trains with me for a little while. And very quickly, they're like doing readings and talking to spirits and channeling for people. And they're like, oh my God, I didn't know I could do that. I'm like, well, I did. And that's a boost of confidence right there. Cause my gift is I'm able to look at people and feel into them and be like, I know what you can do. I know what your gifts are. And then we grab that low hanging fruit, you know? And then supporting people in taking those gifts out into the world and like really making something practical and concrete out of it. You know, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is human design as well, like another aspect of that. Human design is 
um, if you're not, if you, if anybody's not familiar with human design, it's a combination of astrology, the I Ching, the chakra system, the Kabbalah, and just goes deep, 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 deep down. And it's basically, I call it your unique energetic signature. So that's a way to help people like connect with their unique, their, their gifts and their energy. And it helped me connect with mine and my confidence as well. When I looked at it, first time I looked at my human design chart, I was like, nope. <laughs> that's a bunch of ridiculousness um but in terms of like my confidence how it boosts my confidence I feel empowered when I get out of my own way and listen to my inner guidance in service to another person and it's totally right on <laughs> and it helps them and I see them shine then I feel really shiny and bright and confident and empowered. And then it's just this circle, this circle that just flows back and forth between me and the other person. Yeah. Ooh, it's that reciprocal energy and that, that, that shininess, like you just, yeah, I, yeah. I think that, you know, I'm a very introverted person. I get hermity too. Like I can spend days by myself and I do just fine. But at the end of the day, in order to tap into my full power, my full confidence, I require reciprocation with another person. And I've recently, fairly recently come to really understand that that is true for me. Yeah. I require that too, that exchange. Yes. Juicy. It is juicy, isn't it? Yeah. How about creativity? How would you describe, how does creativity play into what you do, the playfulness, all of it? Yeah. Okay. So the first time I had a mediumship experience, I was visited by a spirit was also the first time I wrote a poem. Okay. So poetry is the way, the, the main way that my creativity expresses itself. I'm a prolific poet. I have hundreds and hundreds of poems, poems still to be published. And I was about seven years old. And I remember I had a little bit of a fever. I wasn't feeling that well. And I just remember walking across the living room, going to get something, you know, I don't know what it was. And I stopped midway because I saw this man in my head clears and he like stopped me in my tracks and he started telling me a story and the story was really hard it was really difficult he was in anguish because he was losing his lover you know he was fading away and losing his lover and I just listened to him and then I didn't even know why I did it. I just grabbed a pen and paper and I started writing a poem but the poem was from the perspective of this you know grown man who I would like in his 30s and I'm a seven-year-old child and so I wrote the poem down and it was gut-wrenching, you know, it was just like, this is coming from a seven-year-old. And then um, I went to show it to my parents and they were busy cleaning out the pantry or something. They had three kids and like, you know, they were just, they were doing, trying to get things done. And I went, mom, dad, I wrote a poem. They're like, get out of here, kid. I'm like, okay, fine. So I left and I tossed the poem on the, on the kitchen table and I forgot all about it. And the next day my parents were like, Ingrid, 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 what, what? Because <laughs> they read it. Their jaws hit the floor. And I remember my dad, who was not an effusive dude, you know, he was very like strict and militant. That's just the way that I grew up with him. Several times he goes, what made you write that poem? And I was like, I don't know. He goes, what, why did you write it from the perspective of a grown man? I'm like, I don't know, because I had no language or no way to explain what had happened to me. And nowadays with my poetry, a lot of it is channeled. And a lot of it is channeled with a lot of intensity, you know, and I'm a very like positive, happy person. And I'm out there like on my lives and just da, 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 da. And then I'll post a, this like gut-wrenching poem on Facebook of people will be like, are you okay? <laughs> like, no, no, I'm fine. I was tapping into something else. And then it'll come through as a poem. My mother shared with me not too many years ago. She goes, I used to, I used to worry about you. And then I realized that it's, it's not, I don't need to, but that was, whoa, you know, just a lot of it comes out very, very intensely. And sometimes I will channel spirits who are around 
that's always really fun and write a poem about that. Or sometimes it's just energies or sometimes it's like an experience. And then I expand on it because I'm so empathic. I'm able to pick up on that stuff and then just express it through poetry. So intuition and creativity are the same thing. Channel. I always say creativity is the original form of channeling. If you're painting, you're channeling divine spirit. If you're writing, you're channeling divine spirit. I mean, I have a, a dear friend, her name is Monica Carlos, and she wrote um, a series of fantasy novels. And she said, I was channeling another dimension. They would stop me and talk to me. And that's what happens. And creatives don't know that they're channeling, but they're pulling forth divine energy and making it physical. And it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. And I think that the playfulness, like the playfulness, and I was just talking to my son about this, actually, he's a musician and he was asking me, ma, do you ever get like writer's block? Like he's in a funk with writing his music. It's not coming through. And I was explaining to him, like as a creative, you're going to go through these cycles, the joy, the playfulness is the output, right? Yeah, it's coming out. We all love that place. But just as important is the flip side of that, which is the not repression, but sort of like the lower, the denser energy, the melancholy, the, you know, just depth as opposed to outward expression. So I just said to him, it's just an opportunity for you to just deepen what you already know. And then don't worry, that cycle will, will come forth. You will be bringing it out. I think creatives can get really freaked out when they hit that plateau and they're like, am I done? <laughs> like, is this it? Is all I'll ever do? <laughs> and then when you force it, like you can do stuff, but it, it doesn't like, it, it doesn't have that, that magic that it's yeah. not infused with spirit like that. And, you know, like I said to Turner, like my poetry comes in flurries. I'll have periods where I'm just writing like five, 10 poems a day. And they're just, oh my God, it's rushing through. Those are definitely the most fun periods of my life. And then other times I'm just like, oh, nothing, nothing's happening and I can force it, but yeah. it's mediocre. Yeah. And so would you say that is, so I'm thinking about all of these things from what you just said. And I'm thinking about like being in the zone and, and whether it's a musician, an athlete, a, anyone who's like in this sort of state or this flow where we open. Yeah. Do you have other words for that? Or So there's a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And I know you're familiar with that, right? Because we both, both probably got it from the same place. <laughs> you know? yes. He calls it that zone of genius, right? That place where you just get lost in it. Um, that's very much poetry for me and channeling for me. When I am channeling, when it's right, and when I'm writing the poetry, I think you experienced that too, probably in your creativity and the work that you do. It's just like, just time is, oh my God, that's all there is. It's all ex exists. It's so fun. It's so joyful. Um, and so I don't want to reinvent the wheel, but like, that's when you're hooked in that zone of genius feels like when you are hooked in to source and living your absolute truth, what you were born to do. And much of the work that I do, like, you know, we, we do psychic development and we play and we have so much fun and we do readings for each other. But what an important piece of the work that I do with people too, as well is like a deconditioning process. And conditioning is really about stuck energy in the body. It's, it's a result of not being able to have the full experience of the moment because it was uncomfortable and nobody taught you how to feel your feelings. You know, it can go back to, um, you know, your 
four years old and you run into the house with muddy shoes and mom's having a hell of a day and she barks at you for having muddy shoes and kicks you outside and you have a whole like experience of it, but you're four years old and you don't know how to feel those feelings. Or maybe like you start to get emotional and mom can't handle it and she shuts it down and shuts, you know, moves you out the door. This wasn't mom destroying your life. This was just a normal human experience, two normal human experiences coming together. But when we are unable to just have the experience of like, I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm upset and just be with it so that it can release it gets stuck in our body. And this is what I refer to, what I'm talking about when I refer to conditioning. We are conditioned, we are shut down by our parents, not on purpose usually. They're doing, you know, everybody's doing the best they can generally. Um, but like our media, our culture, you know, it, it's just, it's from all around us. And so it skews us. It makes us actually avoid that, that zone of genius and that connection to divine source because we keep learning that like, can't do that. You know, you can't you like that's not going to work for you. And it's it's a it's a human experience right now. Like universal human experience. We are all experiencing that and the human journey seems to be finding your way back to that authentic core, to that alignment, full fierce alignment and trusting it as you move forward. And isn't that cool? I mean, it does feel like that collectively that there is this energy in that direction. Yes which is super exciting. It is such an exciting time to be alive. That's what I keep saying. It is such an exciting time to be alive. Things are shifting in incredible new directions and it's bumpy. You know, it is for sure bumpy because we are going through so many changes. Um, As a channel, I get hits about energy sometimes where it's like, and this will happen daily. Well, like I'm, I'm so, I'm so sensitive, Amy. I'm just such a sensitive flower. Like I look all bold and blustery, but I'm very, very sensitive, you know? And so, you know, the day, like I'll feel the energies of the day, you know, like today's an example where I'm just feeling a little bit of tension and like intensity today just because the energy is where it's at. And several people who I know who are sensitive are like, oh God, me too. You know, there's just an energy today and that's normal. But every so often something major will shift. And um, in spring solstice of 2020, right after we'd been dealing with the COVID thing for a little while, I woke up and my entire Bava community woke up that day and we were all in our WhatsApp group going, did you feel that? Did you feel that something changed? We popped into a new energy and it wasn't bad. It was incredible. Every single one of us was feeling like, oh my God, we just shifted into a new paradigm. This is an incredible new energy. And I knew I was like, this is going to be so bumpy, you know, because we had the COVID pandemic we were dealing with and all of the division, you know, it is a bumpy settling in. But I do believe when you push past the noise, anybody who has got any kind of intuition and all of us do really, you can feel oh yeah, this is an amazing time to be alive. This is an amazing time to be alive. I so agree. So as we're wrapping this up here, is there anything we didn't get to talk about yet that you feel like, boy, I really want, I want people to know this or I want to affirm this. Oh my God, we were so efficient, <laughs> weren't we? We just went for it. Wow. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that feels pretty good. I mean, the, the, what I will say is, you know, the Bava spiritual mission, we took a, we took a break last year and we are rebooting and we are enrolling for our certification program to certify you in psychic mediumship and energy healing and teach you how to monetize it, get it out into the world. If anybody's interested in that, you should hit me up, check out our Bava website. BhavaMission.org, B-H-A-V-A, mission. <laughs> as in, Again, I'm on we'll a mission. Have, we'll have all of this below as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that that's really fun. And, you know, just, you know, come uh, connect with me on Facebook. Um, can see the see the recordings if I seem like your kind of people. Yes. <laughs> I love to make new connections. 
but you know, other than that, it's just, it is an amazing time to be alive. It is incredible. <laughs> so, and, and what's next for you? Like, what are you feeling, um, that you're on the cusp of like personally and professionally? Wow. What a great question. You know, I'm in a really interesting space right now. So what I've experienced in my life is when we are about to expand into new energy, right? When we're about to expand to, to a new personal paradigm where we are becoming the best possible version of ourselves, we hit this wall of fear and intensity and self-sabotage. And it looks like things are falling away. All of a sudden you're just like, oh my God, all the things that like, I know what I'm secure with are going away. And it creates a lot of fear and anxiety or, you know, in people. That is a really common experience when you are leveling up is the only way I can put it. And I think you probably can look back over your life, Amy, and be like, oh yeah, like you've had times when like everything's falling to pieces and then you just hold the line, you just sit through it and you breathe and then bam, everything comes together and you shift into this new cycle of really everything just working out and you accomplishing and achieving and shifting into a, a brand new energy. Well, I'm in that fear wall right now, <laughs> but I know what it is. And I can see some things around me just like shifting and moving away. And it's very, that's why I say I'm like in an intense moment right now. But what I'm excited about is I've done this enough times and I've tapped into spirit and channeled about this enough and been reassured by divine spirit time and time again. And I've, it's been demonstrated to me that I'm like, okay, hold the line. <laughs> so I anticipate in the next few weeks or a month, things are going to really shift for me in my professional life and in my personal life as well. I know professionally, I'm very focused on the Bava spiritual mission and getting the certification program up and running. It's a lot of nuts and bolts, you know, things happening, lots of conversations. And I'm also working on creating an album of, well, going to be working on creating an album of songs from my poetry. I'm working with an incredible musician, Mallory Trunnell. I think you might know her. Yes. Crimson Calamity. She's yes. getting together with me and we are going to create an album. And that is like, that is like childhood dream. Check it off. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And just lots of things are happening and it's very exciting, but it's also like, whoa, we're in that really intense place. Like we're, we're in kind of a hurricane of energy right now and it's about to break. So I'm in fear, fear until I remember that fear is just another feel, another way of interpreting excitement. Beautiful. Yeah. So if other people are finding themselves in that kind of, you know, what you just described, if they're like, yeah, I feel like our human tendency is to want to do stuff. Yeah. Frenetic. What would, what would you recommend if you're feeling like meditate coming? I mean, really, I know it's like people get, people don't like to hear that. Sometimes I get it. I don't like to hear it when I'm all frenetic. So I'm just like, you should go meditating or, you know, shut up. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm having a moment. Yeah. Um, but if, and or as early in the day as you can take five minutes, just five minutes to just try and find that place of stillness. And even if you don't find the stillness, carving out space for that is going to help. It's going to help you feel better and then slow down. Like you said, the tendency is just like get frenetic and move fast and hustle and bustle. Just move slowly. Do the things that you know you need to do and do them with intention and presence and move slowly. And you just stay committed to staying in the energy of intensity because we want to contract. We want to find something that feels safer. We want to go back to what feels comfortable because we don't know if there's going to be anything on the other side of this. But I promise you, I promise you. 
it's so much better on the other side. It's exactly what you wanted. Everything you wanted is on the other side of that wall of fear. Expand through that by just staying present and moving slowly. And then you don't have to do anything else. It will resolve by itself. It really will. I, I'm just feeling like collectively that the audience would feel a big sigh of relief, right? Thank you for that. Yeah. And, and your perspective on a life lived in alignment and what I also feel within that too, and, and just sense from you as well is within that alignment comes a lot of freedom. You know what I do? You know how I live my life? I travel full time. I have a van. I just bomb around the country traveling full time. I love it. I have wanted to do this all my life and I finally am doing it. <laughs> and like, it is so free. It is so free to live in alignment because the reason I didn't start traveling for, didn't do traveling for so many years because I got the message somewhere that like, well, Ingrid, you think you would like that, but you wouldn't. Cause you really need more security than that. You're too scared to do that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. And I finally peeled off that layer of conditioning and I went, oh, I don't have to give my decision-making power to any outside authority, wherever that came from. I don't even know. <laughs> I can just do it because it's a grand experiment. We're playing. Like you mentioned earlier, it's about play. Life is for playing. And the more we treat life as a game, as an experiment, as trying things on, flipping through a magazine, as opposed to, it's got to work out this way. Like, it just gets easier, more fun. Things work out better. Like things just work out yeah. so easily. And you end up in alignment. You end up living the life you actually want to live. Mm. That's yeah. important, I think, because I believe the collective expansion of consciousness happens through individual. So I'm focused on individuals, knowing that I am here contributing to the collective expansion of spiritual consciousness. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. Oh, what a beautiful space to be in and how well put. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you, Amy. Thank day. you so much. I appreciate you. What this a fun conversation. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> you too. And I know that our audience is feeling so many things right now. I'm only guessing. And in this, I, I always love to say after, you know, experiencing something that has awakened perhaps different things within you that, you know, information without some integration just feels mm -hmm. heavy. So anything that you have taken away from this conversation, take that nugget and apply something now mm -hmm. so that you can feel the lightness of it, the experience yeah. of it instead of just, yeah. 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 Great. <laughs> thank you. Perfect. 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 Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens soon in that new on the other side on the other Me side too. Yes. <laughs> yes all right well take care my friend thank you you too thank you amy and as we like to say here at she force know yourself be yourself free yourself hey thanks for listening to the she force show if you'd like more information about what we do you can go to our website www.sheforcecoach.com. Be sure to follow or subscribe to our show on your podcast app of choice. Until next time.